Radio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for the Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen. By uh, here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. All right, all right. Thank you, Joe's Workshop. Hey, it's Tweaker Turner here, live from San Francisco. It is time for the House of Pride Show. 
Well, <laughs> thank you, Special Effects Board. I hope everyone had a great week so far. Midway, midway through, holiday season's coming up here and all around the world. We are going to start our show now with a um, interview I had with this fabulous uh, queen from San Francisco. She has been on the scene for some time, scoring up hit after hit. Uh, with her recordings on all the major record pools, and she is a amazing performer here in the city. Uh, and I pre-recorded this interview just a couple of days ago because she's working tonight. Uh, I'm talking about the one and only Miss Sheena Rose. Shout out to Sheena Rose out there at work. Hope you're listening in. Here is the interview that I recorded with her two days ago in my drag studio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the House of Pride Show with your host, Tweaky Turner, right here, live from San Francisco. I have the distinct pleasure today of sitting with me right here in the control room, another uh, luminous queen of the Castro and LGBT community, San Francisco, the one and only, the unstoppable, Miss Sheena Rose. Hi, baby. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, my God. What a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so cute. Thank oh, you. That was so, so great. Sweet. To, thank you. Um, how are you? I'm doing good, just you know, just staying busy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been uh, racking up uh, um, quite a repertoire of hits on the dance chart, and I'm so glad you're here with us today because you have two projects, so one project with a bonus dropping mm -hmm. in December. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. That I'm so excited about. Um, it's my new single. It's a throwback to a disco, the disco era, mm -hmm. and. Um, the song is called The Night I Fly. It's, it's one of the songs from the movie um, about the Studio 54, movie 54. Oh, uh, um, yes, I totally remember yes. that. And I always loved that song, but I never, and I always wondered why they ne no one ever recorded a full-length version of the song. A full-length version was never released of the song. And I didn't think I was going to be able to find the, um, the, the, what do you call it, the mechanical The midis? The, oh, the to, to, to get, obtain the license for it because it had never been released. And I submitted for it two days later, it came back, and then I found out the you know, Thelma Houston, everybody. Oh, wrote she did the a. Song. Oh, she wrote, oh, the, she song. wrote the song. So, oh but, but still, nobody had ever, so ever cool. recorded the song. A full length version was never used. Mm -hmm. It was just the version, the little two minute version or whatever that was used in the film. And I was like, okay, well, let's do this. And then halfway through the project, I real, realized, you know, I didn't want to do the song myself. I felt like it needed a strong backing singer, a strong vocalist with me. And um, I reached out to one of my idols, Jeannie Tracy, who I absolutely love. The one adore. and only Jeannie yes, Tracy? the fabulous Miss Jeannie Oh, Tracy. my God. How so Now... I know from performing with you years ago that you're a huge fan of Jeannie Tracy. Oh, yes. I've loved her for years, her, her music. And um, all the way back, my favorite song was um, It's My Time, one of her, her 90s tracks. I think it was from her yeah. first album. Where where were you first exposed to Jeannie Tracy? Um, I don't know. I was on, I must have been on iTunes back in the day, and I was looking you know when it suggests other artists, and I came across her 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 music, and I just I love the voice, I love the songs, and then um, I came across that one. I came across um, uh, everybody up. Yes, I love that one with with the altar, and I didn't realize that that, that she she was a local artist until a couple of years later, um, and so yeah, I always admired her work. 
And when I was thinking about who I wanted to work with, I knew I wanted to do do a song with her, and I knew I wanted to reach out at some point, but I didn't have it in me. I was like, well, I'm just some no-name drag queen in San Francisco. Why is she going to want to work with me? So but how the, did you summon up the courage to I just, out? you know, I read, you know, <laughs> my dad always told me, what's the worst somebody can say? No. So if you already know that going in, why, why not? Why not ask? So I, so I just reached out to her and then she came back and said, yes, you know, I like the song. She really liked the song. Oh my God. That must, how did you feel? When, how long did it take for her to reach back? It, it didn't take, I think it took like an hour. Oh my God. An hour to get a <laughs> yeah, diva response. Yeah, so That's I amazing, like, girl. Wow. You know, and, and, and <laughs> it's I, meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and she was so sweet. So nice to, to lend, lend her talents and time to mm. my, my record. It must and have made you feel like so. It made me feel good. Yeah. It it, it made it, I was solidifies like to, to, your your vision of the project too, yes, like your belief yes, in in yes. what you want to do with yes. this song. Because I wanted a strong female on there, you know, as a feature and as a in the background. Because the original doesn't have backing vocals on it and backing vocals, and I like the song needs that. I felt, mm -hmm. felt like the song needed that. And I knew, and I'm like, it needs somebody like Jeannie Tracy. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe but, you know, I was surprised that she responded. So here you are, like, yes. working with this amazing legend, yes. Jeannie yes. Tracy. And uh, how did how did that come about? Did you all have to go to a studio? Yeah, so um, we went to, it was chatting back and forth for about a month or two. I sent her the stuff. Um, I recorded my vocals, sent it to her, um, so she could have the demo and, and learn her parts. I actually come, no, I shouldn't say learn her parts. She came up with her parts, Yeah. You know, oh, because the, yeah. there's no backing vocals in, in the So she's so, so experienced and yeah. such a professional and artist so got, that, yeah, she yeah. can, that's like, that's the kind of talent you want on yes, a project. Yes, And she, we went into the studio with Leo Frappier, everybody uh, knows Leo, him here Leo. in the city, and he's such a doll. Yeah. Um, produced all my records and he, it was so funny. I was so excited the day of uh, leading up to the, to, up to, to the, um, to the actual session, but that week, that weekend I got sick. Oh, from stress? No, oh. for the cold, but my, my husband was sick for a week. I was sick for a week. He was sick for a week. We tossed this thing back. Oh and forth. no. And it's... so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want to get her sick. I'm not going to be able to be there. So I... I FaceTimed, not FaceTimed with them. I, I chatted with Leo back and forth about the progress yeah. throughout the session. And then um, the last moment when they were, when they were finished recording her vocals, um, they invited me to Leo's studio. I, I stood outside the door. With a so, mask? <laughs> not that far, but, you know. And so I, I could hear what she gave gave the song oh so you did me, have a moment to meet yes, her yes i did have a moment to meet that, her and she was so sweet oh that's amazing it. yeah and and then some months later here you have the original yes. dropping december 9th december 9th yes the, the the maxi single with leo's three original single mixes are on there um and there's a special bonus song on there um you know, in 2013, I recorded a, a holiday song, campy holiday song with um, 
Miss Gypsy Love. Gypsy Love, one of my favorite artists. artists in the Bay yes. Area, Gypsy Love. So you and Gypsy yeah. did. So this is yeah. great. But but th- so this um, remix was done two years ago by um, E39. Oh yes. And it was never released. And um, I thought, you know, I'm releasing this this the single in December. Why not add it in as a special bonus for Christmas? And so it'll be out December 9th. We're actually going to preview the song mm-hmm. on your show tonight, debut it, Leo's radio Yes, edit. we'll be playing that shortly. And then um, I'm debuting the song live at Aunt Charlie's Lounge, New Year's Eve. Fabulous, folks. So we're going to be playing um, the uh, the new, the upcoming release, uh, uh, I'd Fly, my time to fly. Uh, the night I fly. The, the night I fly, yes. and um, I think you can pre-order now. On you can iTunes. pre-order the single now on the Maxi single on yeah. um, the iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and then in February we'll we'll do we'll have a fabulous remix package coming out, and Miss Tweeka will be on there. Ah. Thank you. Yeah. That's the first time hearing about it. No. <laughs> I don't know. bet you. You'll be on there. Who else is on there? Um, let's see. Of course, Leah is going to do a remix. Um, who else? Paul Goodyear, which is fabulous. I've always wanted to work with them. Yeah. And um, some, that's Rob a, Moore some, and, some and Mark cats. Hagen. Rob Moore, yeah. he's just amazing. Mark Hagen's amazing. Mm-hmm. He'll be on there. Um, E39, of course. Oh, yes. Um, awesome. Hey. There's so many others. There's, there's quite well, a few. Well, why don't we give our listening audience a treat and play the... Yes. Uh, it's it's an exclusive. We're going to play exclusive. The Night I Fly. The radio premiere. Yes, of Sheena Rose featuring a genie, Tracy. The Night I Fly. Here it is, folks.
Yes, that's Sheena Rose. The Night I Fly featuring Jeannie Tracy will be out December 9th. You can pre-order now like I did. I went to iTunes and pre-ordered it. Um, and we have a, another part of that interview with Sheena to play a little bit later. Um, but uh, right now we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. versus Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled on behalf of Amy Stevens, a Michigan funeral director who was fired once once she began transitioning at work. The Roberts Court had previously avoided answering the question of whether discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation is discrimination because of sex under Title VII, but during the arguments Tuesday showed no such reluctance. This despite the fact that the Roberts Court announced last week it was going to try something new this term. Counsel before the court now get to make their arguments uninterrupted for approximately two minutes before the justices jump in with their questions. That means that Stanford law professor and attorney Pamela Carlin, who argued on behalf of the employees in their cases, had the opportunity to clearly set forth why firing a man who dates a man is discrimination because of sex. It's a startling difference to hear the attorneys be able to frame their case before the court without immediate interruption. Whether it changes the outcome remains to be seen. But Carlin did her best to stay focused on the argument that sexual orientation discrimination is by its nature discrimination because of sex. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had the first question for Carlin and asked about the original public understanding of sex discrimination when Title VII first passed. What role, if any, should that original understanding play in how the justices resolve the dispute before them? Ginsing, uh, excuse me, Ginsburg pressed, none, Carlin answered. Just look at the words of the statute. Carlin insisted, Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to 
mutinyradio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! All right, all right. House of Pride Radio back with you. Thank you for that <laughs> major PR from Mutiny Radio. Folks, thank you for listening to all the fabulous shows here at the Collective Radio Station in San Francisco. Right now you're listening to House of Pride Radio with your host, Tweeka Turner. And we just had a wonderful interview with uh, the fabulous drag queen, Sheena Rose, with her new music. She performs all over the city. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and ho- hold on a second, Susan. Uh, and we are going right into our next interview with the one and only iconic girl group, Company B. Let's have a little warm up with one of their biggest hits, and we'll be right back with the live interview. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be speaking with uh, Company B because they have a lot of cool updates for us. Uh, Susan, are you with us? Yes, I am. Um, is CD, CD, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Hello, everybody. Hey, CD, welcome. We've got two out of three. That ain't bad. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming on back to House of Pride Radio. How are you ladies doing? We're doing great. Good, yes. Um, you've been performing. You just got back from the Dominican Republic. How did it go? Can you tell us a little about that journey? It was awesome. We had a great time. It was the crowd was amazing. You know, mm-hmm. we felt so much love from them, and um, people remembered us from back in the day, and they were so excited that we were out. Yes. And yes. Mm-hmm. And we ate a lot. <laughs> I, I know you ate after the show not before <laughs> of course we kind of like starved ourselves <laughs> i saw the clip that you guys posted and can you um um tell us what goes into the choreography because it really looked point on straight on uh, real good that would be seedy you can tell them well it takes a lot of practice basically we get together once uh once a week uh, whenever we have a show, maybe twice a week, um, and we always rehearse and go through different routines, try to keep it up up to date and, and modern, you know, mm-hmm. um, young and, and just fresh so everybody can enjoy it every time we do it. CD, where do you get your inspirations from? Well, I'm a fan of uh, inspiration for from dance, you mean? Y- yes. Yeah, and music well, and I- everything. I love, I love my inspiration, of course. Number one is Michael Jackson, always will be. Um, all right. And of course, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and it really shows, I mean, um, it is hard to do three 
folks in sequence with the, each other throughout a whole whole set. Um, I saw uh, uh, you, that you performed all of the big hits that Company B had, in, included "Fascinating," "Fascinated." Do you save that one for the last, or do you start off the show that way? No, we save the best for last. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, we did "Cruel Summer," so we put that in the middle. You know. And we also do a little bit of Gloria Estefan. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Do you find that um, freestyle, the the um, demand for freestyle is still pretty big these days? I think yeah. so. I think it's still pretty big. There's a, a lot of demand and a lot of shows and a lot of uh, tours that are going on uh, that keeps the, the freestyle alive. Awesome. So, folks, you may very well see uh, Company B uh, in a freestyle show at a venue near you. Uh, so be sure to go up and say hi. They're very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we love Thank our you so fans. You, you love your fans. Yeah. Where, where can yeah. fans go to stay in touch with you guys? On Facebook, we're at Company B at The Real Company B. Uh Twitter, Company B Music, Instagram, Company B Music. We even have a YouTube channel, which is Company B Music also. And our website has our, our, um, our shows, which is companybmusic.com. And we just got on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what TikTok is, TikTok? I've heard of it, but I'm not on it. Is it should yeah, everyone go yeah. on it? It's for the younger kids, it's, and we're getting on it, and we're gonna put our, we're putting up your your, your version of uh, Last Christmas, and we're gonna challenge people to do dances to it, and you know, put it up there. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up Last Christmas. So, folks, here's the score. Company B is charting right now for on a major, predominant record pool top 50 dance chart. Uh, I don't know when the last time you ladies were on on a major dance chart but congratulations you are both in uh, both mixes are in the top 20 um and it's That's a awesome. rem remake of uh wham's george michael's last christmas um why what went into choosing that song did all three of you have a say yes um you know i brought it up and i asked them did they like it and everybody loved wham so and we loved the song so we yeah decided we to love do george it. michael he was amazing. Absolutely. He is amazing. So, and we love the song. We, we love the meaning of it. And um, I think it was a great idea just to put it together. And especially now that Christmas is here, almost here, you know? Yes. Yes, indeed. And I saw when you guys were starting this project, I kind of bogarted my way onto it. I'm like, oh, can I do a remix? And, and I, I did. You let me do it. And who is the other remixer? Giuseppe D. Gi yes, Giuseppe D. Both yes. mixes are doing very well on Mass Record Pool Top 20. Uh, and there, it's also for sale, is that right? Yes, it is. We have CDs, which they can hit us up on um, our pages, inboxes. And also, we're on all of the sites for uh, platforms like iTunes, Apple Play. Google Play, so we're on it pretty much. That's amazing, folks. Fans, go out and support Company B. Uh, 
I'm going to actually go out with this little shout out with you guys uh, with um, Jepsy's D's remix. Uh, it's, a, it's a mainstream sound. Tweaker's remix is more of a club dance remix version. You can go to any major digital platform store and listen and download your favorite or the whole package. Uh, ladies, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to uh, share with our listening audience? Uh, we're just excited for the new year. We have some plans to work with you on new material. And yes. We have another another song coming out. So hopefully, maybe the beginning of the new year or February, you know, but we're really excited and we're ready for our fans to hear some new stuff. Susan, yes, a shout out to your daughter. She wrote us. Yeah, mix. sorry. You did an amazing mix. Thank you. Thank you so much. We that really it. touches my heart. I really put love into it because I, I love what you guys are doing. I'm a fan as as well as a friend. Uh, I wanted to do a shout out to your daughter, Susan, because uh, she did something very special. Can you tell us about that? Oh, she wrote us a song. She wrote us a song called Love. So, yes. Um, we're excited about that and hopefully, you know, we can do some big things with that song as well. Yes, uh, that's a universal message and that is that's a nice story uh so we'll look for that in 2020 right now we'll go out with uh uh with last christmas um the giuseppe d mix thank you so much city and susan for joining us uh give my regards dahlia we love her too and we'll talk to you Yes, thank you. Send you a big hug and a big kiss. Mwah. Happy holidays. <laughs> we'll we'll stay in touch. Bye bye for now. Okay, bye-bye. take care.
All right. House of Pride Radio here live coming at you from San Francisco. We are going from Company B to a local curator director here in San Francisco, uh, director of the no other than the Tenderloin, Tenderloin Museum, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Katie Conway. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me back on the program. Were you shocked to hear a Christmas song playing when uh, you called? <laughs> no, it feels like time. It's about time, yeah. I was, we were PRing Company B. They are back on the top 20 with a uh, Christmas remake of the Wham! Classic. And um, they're based in Miami. And they're one of those iconic girl groups from the late 80s, 90s. It's great to see them back on the scene. Let's segue to local news. Uh, you have been busy. Can you tell us what's going on? Yeah, we are about to close our fourth art show about Aunt Charlie. I'll, I'll assume you're familiar with the wonder and glory that is Aunt Charlie's. Mm-hmm. Oh, at Aunt Charlie's, yes. It's it's there yeah, now? Well, for those, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for those listeners that don't know, uh, Aunt Charlie's is a really vibrant working class drag bar in the Tenderloin. So it's the last queer bar in the neighborhood. So we are doing a book project, an oral histories project, um, and we've done four different art shows featuring different um, artists' work about Aunt Charlie's. So tomorrow night is going to be a closing reception for uh, There Will Always Be Roses in San Francisco, which is a show about high fantasy, which is the more kind of experimental uh, Tuesday night drag show that was Aunt Charlie's for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very much a celebration of a really vibrant working class queer space that's still open today and very much a call for preservation um, for that space. And so there'll be a panel discussion with the artist and some of the queens uh, that performed at High Fantasy. And you can catch the art show until the end of the month, but it's going to be a really special event tomorrow. And that is 6 to 8.30. Okay. Um, do you have some of the names of the artists that are involved? Yeah, Marissa Leitman is the artist that we are featuring now. And the panel discussion is going to feature Miles Cooper, Mandy Coco, Kyle DiMaggio, uh, Brittany Newell, and um, the previous artists that we showed were James Hosking, Kim Snyder, and Darwin Bell. I love it, infusing art into a neighborhood tavern performance space for drag queens. Um, coincidentally, n- notched right in the middle of where, right across the street from where the Compton riots started. Um, and yeah. so, sort of like a last holdout important area for a lot of people absolutely i mean every time you go in there it's completely packed with like real neighborhood people sro residents nonprofit workers everyone in between uh it's vibrant beautiful uh real community space for the tenderloin that's also clear what and would, affordable yeah. and what would one do if if the owners decided to sell and Charlie's. That's such a well, scary thought. It is. And we're not we're not there yet. It's um you know, it's not in danger, any kind of danger right now. Um I mean the hope is um that it has such a community surrounding it that it could potentially become like a, a cooperative the way that the said did if if something like that happened. But it's not, thankfully, currently an issue. 
It's relatively close to the museum, which is uh, close to the police station. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what street it is. Is it on uh, uh, Leavenworth? Uh, the museum, the Tenderloin Museum, is at Eddie and Leavenworth, and Aunt Charlie's is just around at Turk and Taylor, which is exactly pretty much kitty corner to where the Compton Cafeteria riot happened. That whole block has such an incredible history, um, LGBTQ history, specifically trans history in the 60s. Um, that whole block was just completely filled with these trans bars and, and drag shows and queer bars. And the El Rosa Hotel was um, no longer there, but that was right across the street. And that's where a lot of the queens lived that participated in the conference cafeteria riot. So it, it yeah. is really just this holdout space. Everything else around it is no longer there, but it still is. I mean, And it's really artistically, historically, mm-hmm. and culturally important. I mean, kudos to you and the Tenant Line Museum for uh, one would not know uh, that that was a hotbed for, you know, activity, gay activity, drag performance artists back in the day, trans. Yeah, that's uh, um, really the, where the LGBTQ center or movement, excuse me, started um, before, you know, spreading to the rest of the country. So it's an incredibly important area. And it's where the new um, Compton's um, Trans District incorporates that area as well. I mean, it could have, it could have gone, kept on eroding the other way, and we would have never really, you know, caught on to the essence of what that was and what it means for our community today, uh, had it not been for the brainchild of the museum. And you know, I know the museum is more than just the you know lgbt community experience but you've you've harnessed all of it and kept now you will forever keep it in a place where more people can be exposed and learn about the history it's really quite a beautiful thing yeah it's so important um i mean a lot of the queer history that people know about san francisco is harvey milk and the castro in the 70s which is super important as well but the movement really started a full decade before in the Tenderloin, a lot of trans women, a lot of trans women of color. And recognizing that really gives them back their rightful place in history as the founders of the movement. What, uh, what are the, um, the, the hours of the museum? Uh, is, is, would you recommend people go online to, you know, schedule a sure. visit? Yeah. And TenderlineMuseum.org. We also have a Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And our hours are 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day but Monday. And then we do evening programming uh, generally on Thursdays. Um, like tomorrow, the events from 6 to 8.30. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, did is that the website too? TenderlineMuseum.org. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Is there anything else our listeners should know about the museum and about the art show before I let you go? Oh, just come see it. It's really beautiful. You don't want to miss it. No, you don't, folks. <laughs> I want to see it. And my, we were yeah. just we just had an interview with Sheena Rose, who's one of the uh, r- regular performers at Ann Charlie's. I know. Yeah, she's a hotbox girl. Our previous art shows were about the hotbox girls. Um, this is our first art show about high fantasy. Would one cat see you there from time to time? Uh, I'm sorry, what? At the hot box show, would you would you be uh, one of the patrons? <laughs> oh, absolutely! I'm definitely a regular. <laughs> 
That's so funny. I, well, I hope to see you there too, Katie. Um, wow, it's been a while. Thank you for coming back. And um, we've got to make this a regular thing because it's it's really like such a, a, a you know a great mission that you guys are on, and um, we want to know you know everything that you're doing. So, folks, the Tenderloin Museum, a treasure in the loin, a treasure in the loin. <laughs> Um, thank you. Thank you. You have a great evening and, and come on back real soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye thank you. now. Bye. Wow. That's great. Listen, before the show wraps up here, um, I wanted to play the remaining interview we, we had with Sheena Rose that I recorded a couple of days ago. So here it is, Ms. Sheena Rose. Oh my God, that song is so uplifting. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, wow. It's a song that Great. I... Great. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I... It's a perfect well, yeah, follow-up to Living My, well, ha- Living my Tree, yeah, I think. Yeah, I have to tell you, I um, when that movie came out, it was in 98, I think it was the summer, I had just come out as gay. It was like the summer after high school. Ah. I had just come out. I liked the movie. That was my introduction to dance music, really. And I always liked that little part of the movie where Salma Hayek's character gets her big break New Year's Eve and she sings the song. And I went out, I bought both of the soundtracks. There's two soundtracks, there's two CDs. And the song wasn't on either one of them. And I, it took me a few years later to realize, well, there was never a full-length version re- recorded of the song. And so when I was looking for a disco song to cover that cute. I remembered the movie and yeah. that song. And so that that's how this came about. So living my truth to tonight, I fly. I, I love transition. What does a queen wear to perform such a song live? Cause you perform, you're a resident yeah. performer at the Aunt Charlie's lounge, hot box, hot box girls review. And yeah. Charlie's lounge. I've been, Oh my gosh. I've been there the bar, I think for 12 years now. Gotcha. And yeah. It's so, such a special place. Uh, yeah. Folks, we're going to tell you where to go to catch Sheena live. But what what does Sheena Rose wear to debut the night I fly? What what are you going to do? Are you going to come in in like a, a bird outfit? Well, <laughs> you think that, but no, I <laughs> I, I would. You're you're right. <laughs> well, anybody would. You know, give her wings. You know, come out of an egg, right? Take your. <laughs> I think I think Jenny Jenny says that in the song. She says, "Take your wings, girl," or something like, or, or get your wings. You should have like backup. Guys with like uh, angel wings oh, dancing, so yeah, bare chested, bare chested, yes. But you know, I have to wear my gowns, and um, the, the stage, just... the stage is challenging at, at uh, Aunt Charlie's, <laughs> it is. isn't it? The carpet, you know, <laughs> the 1956 carpet. <laughs> well, he he actually got new carpet. What was oh, it? sorry, five years ago, and it's actually got roses on it. It has like, roses. Oh my god, it's your it's a carpet named after like, you. It's, a car- it's my tri- carpet. For tribute to a living legend, she. <laughs> yeah. I don't just have a, a little red carpet. I, I have the whole floor. Yeah. Who needs a red carpet? You just have Sheena Rose carpet. <laughs> Here she comes. And what do you? What will you be wearing today? So I, it's gonna be New Year's Eve and oh around Christmas. So I got um, a gorgeous gold gown. Very, very. It's very Diana Ross. It's girl. Oh, what it, what's like, um, the house? Queen Mother, um, Mandy Coco hosts the party. And so what it is, is they got a 10 o'clock show. No, it starts with 9 o'clock dancing, dance party with the DJ. 10 o'clock show, 
more dancing. Then you have the midnight show, more dancing throughout the night. So it's a party, you know, it's a fabulous party. Yeah. A lot of up and coming queens there, you know, and um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun New Year's Eve. And that's, uh, folks, if you want something to do New Year's Eve, this is like one of the last remaining, like, kind of neighborhood drag reviews. It's the last, okay, so it's the last gay bar in the Tenderloin. Yeah. And it's the longest. Um, drag queen show in San Francisco. And some, you know, a lot of people don't realize that the gay scene or originated mm-hmm. in the Tenderloin. It, it did, yeah. yeah from it did. at the Compton yeah. Um, Diner. Yeah, it did. Uh, a, a lot of attention has been brought recently. Recently, about that. Recent thank years, God. Yes. Uh, but they just so, celebrated their 50th anniversary of yeah. that um, of the the the. Compton, the, the Compton riots. Yeah, yes. and isn't that almost across the street from Aunt Charlie's? It is. It is yeah. across the street. So if you want a slice yeah. of uh, LGBTQ history, mm-hmm. like where it originated in San Francisco, I suggest everyone go to Aunt Charlie's anytime, mm-hmm. but particularly on New Year's Eve to catch uh, the debut of Sheena Rose's yes. uh, The Night I Fly the night and I Fly and CD giveaway. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, um, where can folks go to follow you, Sheena? You can follow me on um, Facebook. Um, I don't have the term here. Oh, my website, shenarosofficial.com. Yes. I always forget I, I, she has a website and she has an online store. And you can also get um, my my new album, um, yeah. Diva Deluxe, the compilation album. Oh, I love that. There. That's yes. uh, all the, the greatest hits. Yes. Yeah. Diva Deluxe was the original. And then in um, September, I released... Um, the 12 inch collection. The 12 inch collection. Yes, which is. Because she's been on the scene so long, she has yeah. like a repertoire of all these hits. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's been doing really well. One of the most successful queens in the business, really. Um, hit after hit, top tens, we're thank talking. Uh, and we we suspect that uh, The Night I Fly, uh, Sheena Rose featuring Jeannie Tracy, will be uh, another one, another feather in your drag dress. I think so. I like the way you yeah. said that. Everybody always says cap, but I, yeah, I don't see her in a cap. No, no. she doesn't wear caps. Girl, she wears wigs. <laughs> um, she, she wears crowns. Yes. Uh, yes. Diamonds, crowns, and wigs, and jugs. Yes. Double jugs. Double jugs. Uh, Triple jugs. Well, you know, it's it's the holiday season right here. Uh, yes. uh, the the lights are up. People are feeling the holiday spirit. Why don't we go out with your collaboration with uh, Jeannie, uh, with, uh, with Gypsy Love. Yes, Gypsy Love. How did you guys come about to formulate this uh, Christmas it's classic? It's so long. Well, I, okay, so I have to say, this, this isn't an original song. It's a cover song of an super obscure RuPaul song um, okay. from the early 2000s whatever but I always liked the song and called I just can't wait till Christmas because Christmas day everyone is gay you know why not and when I did the song with Leo it was one of my first ones I did with him again I thought it could use a female backing vocalist and I I knew of Gypsy Love at the time I loved loved her loved her voice and thought why not you know and she really added added something special to that song as well and um this mix was recorded um by by the remix producer um e39 and it was supposed to be put on a compilation i think two years ago but it didn't happen but it was just fine you know and i thought you know i'm releasing the night i fly for christmas i thought why not add this now i think the time is now to put this this 
this mix out. Yeah. And I'm glad people get to hear it now because it was such a fabulous mix. He put so much into this mix. Okay, well, why don't you do the intro into the song? So this is Just Can't Wait Till Christmas, um, the E39 Cool Yule Mix featuring... Miss Gypsy Love. Miss Gypsy Love. Sheena Rose featuring Gypsy Love right here on House of Pride Radio. Here we go.
Yes, indeed. Happy holidays, everyone. House of Pride Radio here. That was Tashina Rose featuring Gypsy Love E39 remix uh, available coming out December 9th alongside with in collaboration with her new song. Uh, We are going to leave House of Pride Radio listeners with one more holiday song. I'll do the Tweaker Turner mix of Company B's top 20 record pool hit entitled last christmas which of course is the uh wham remix resonating on the charts folks house pride radio wants you back next wednesday for another live show follow us on facebook if you'd like like us there house of pride radio coming at you every week from san francisco good night everyone
studio, and that would be the undisputable <laughs> Brian Kent. Hey, Brian. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Brian, can you help me with the Martha Wash interview before we get into your new release? Oh, my God. Perfect. Yeah. Folks, to warm things up as we're playing songs that Martha has sang lead on, let's do actually in the 90s when she actually earned that crown of uh, Queen of Clubland. She was uh, making hits with all of the producers. Brian, you know all about that. Yes, I do. I do, uh, and I know all about Martha, so I can't wait to talk to her. Let's uh, have an example of that success with a Tony Moran production. I'm not coming down. It was a number one, folks. Check it out. We'll be right back with the one and only Martha Wash. I Right, you're listening to I'm Not Coming Down. That's the number one smash from years gone past with Martha Washington. It's a Tony Moran production. And folks, live on our show, it is the one and only Martha Wash. Can you hear us? 
Yes, I can. How you doing? Oh, it's so great to have you back on, Martha. How are you doing? Good, good. Go. <laughs> Fabulous. I want to go quickly around uh, the control room. We have uh, you, some of your fans here, some people you actually know, the one and only Brian Kent. Hi, Martha. It's Brian Kent. Oh. How are you? Hey, darling. How you doing? I'm doing good. I miss you. Good. Good to hear from you. You sound better. The last time I talked to you, you, weren't, you were a little under the weather. You sound amazing. Oh, well, thank you. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> 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 Uh, and then we also have um, a local luminary here from San Francisco, a performance artist by the name of Vanilla Meringue. Hi there, Martha. How well, are hello you? there. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm a big fan. I've performed several of your songs. I appreciate that. Well, we <laughs> Definitely. you. Which one did you perform, Vanilla? Uh, we've done It's Raining Men, and of course, Everybody Sweat. Everyone's yeah. going to make you sweat. Going to make you sweat, yes. Yeah. Everybody dance now. I don't even know the name yeah. of that song. I just know that you sang lead on it. And you didn't get credit, but you've everybody's worked things out now. And now we have new legislation in the U.S. and in worldwide, thanks to Martha Wash. Thank you, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into into it, Martha. We're super excited. You have a new uh, single that's shooting up the club charts. Uh, it's not just you. It's some of your friends. Can you tell us about this project? Yes, it's it's uh, the group is First Ladies of Disco, and it is myself along with Linda Clifford and Norma Jean Wright, formerly of Chic, mm-hmm. and we have a new single out called uh, Don't Stop Me Now, and it like you say it is shooting up the charts, and we're very very happy about that, uh, and we want everybody to download it and listen to it and groove to it and all that stuff. It's a mm-hmm. great song. Absolutely. It's available at all major distribution sites um, on iTunes, etc. Um, I downloaded the John LePage and played it uh, on, as a warm-up song before we uh, called you. Uh, that's a great remix. Uh, um, cool. Yeah, John and uh, Moto Blanco did a remix. And... Um, there's so many it's hard to remember every (laughs) single one uh i i can help you out i'm going to itunes now we can sample we've got uh dj scotty's on there oh yeah that's it that's it dj scotty yeah i knew i was forgetting somebody yeah they're all great mixes and 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 you know if you don't care for one i'm sure you'll care for another one you know they're they're different uh totally different mixes and uh, just fun. How did just you come fun. up with the idea to uh, formulate First Ladies of Disco? How did it all come to be? Actually, it came about with a book called First Ladies of Disco. It was written by uh, author James Arena. And he, that was his first book. He's since written five more books about uh the dance music world. Uh, uh, First Ladies of Disco was his first one. Then he went on to write another book about the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and beyond. So funny enough, I was just with him today uh, doing an interview. And um, it's 32 women who were around during the disco era, and they get to tell their stories in their own words, about how what was going on with them 
back in the disco days and what they're doing now. And it's really a great book, um, not just a book book to read, but it's also memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Because uh, when I when I was looking through the book, there were artists that I had totally forgotten about, totally forgotten about, and I said, <laughs> "Oh my God, I do re- I do remember her, and I remember some of the songs that they did." You know, so mm-hmm. it really does kind of take you back in time, and helps you remember who put out what particular song during that time. You know, so it's it's really a great read, but also great memorabilia. That's right, folks. Go get your copy of uh, First Ladies of Disco. That's a James Arena uh, book. Uh, he he sent me a message on Facebook. Uh, he asked me, I said that I can quote it uh, about you. He wanted to let you know that you are one of the most generous artists he's ever come across, uh, and uh, he honors you. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> he's, 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 so, he's, he's crazy. Yeah, we kind of dragged him. We kind of dragged him into this whole situation uh, because I think he didn't have a clue that uh, my manager, James Washington, thought up the idea to take some of the ladies from the book and create First Ladies of Disco. So um, him and I... Uh, partnered together to make this a reality. And so, so far we've had Evelyn Champagne King, we've had um, uh, Anita Ward, and now we have um, Norma Jean Wright. So we kind of shift women around and and have them come in and, and, and do their hits and things like that. And then we come together and sing our, uh, our singles. That's, and the audience mm-hmm. really just love them. Do you have a, a um, I'm sure we all want to know if you have any summer gigs coming up that we should know about. Well, I'll be, I'll be in Norwalk, Connecticut this weekend. All right. Um, uh, doing uh, uh, Norwalk Pride. And then the following weekend I'll be in, uh, or two weeks from then I'll be in, the first ladies of disco will be in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky, doing uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky's Pride. And then I'll be doing St. Louis Pride on the last Sunday of the month. So <laughs> things are sprouting up, and the work is uh, the work is coming in. So yeah, yeah, it's always fun. That's awesome. Um, now we're just gonna, we're gonna ask. I want to ask my guest. Uh, this is your chance. Questions. I know you. I know Brian's interviewed you recently. Well, right? Mar- Martha and I go way back. <laughs> we we yeah. performed together at at the, at the same gig, and, and we've been friends for a long time. And um, I just right. always love hearing from her. That's fabulous. I didn't know that. Oh yes, we we did yeah. Orlando Pride okay. together, and a few other Martha, right? Uh, exactly. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you never know. Who's on the Who's on the show with you until you get there? Uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, and, then, and then you say, "Oh, okay. Hey, baby, how you doing? You know, that kind of thing. Right, 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 right. We. I was wondering, are you going to be around during uh, World Pride this year? Are you going to be in New York, or is that the same time as Kentucky? I think, right. Well, this thing just look. It started. What is today? The 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 fifth. Uh huh. The fifth. It started. It started last Sunday. So it's going to be going on the whole month. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm 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 going to be in yeah, New York for World Pride, so I would I mean I I was like I hope you're there because I'd love to see you. I know you're back east. Yeah, um, it, it's stuff going on every day, 
every night mm -hmm. in a whole lot of different places and outside of even New York City. You know, <laughs> there's some things going on in Long Island. I'm sure there's stuff going on in, in, in Queens, Brooklyn. You know, it's just that big. Yeah, it's, and they're, it's you know, huge. They're expecting, like, they're expecting 5 million people. That's insane. Well, I'm throwing I'm throwing uh, four events over the weekend, producing four events over the weekend as well. So I'm I'm wow. hoping that those five million people check in and come to my events. <laughs> Why don't you guys well, collaborate I, I, on a project together? I know. That's what I'm like. I need to call Martha and see what she's doing this weekend because I might I might have to talk about a a, a a song or a gig or something. I think the fire marshals are going to be there putting the rest of those people out. <laughs> 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 well, it is, it is Pride Month, ladies and gentlemen, we, as we all know. Um, and uh, um, I I've always been curious to ask you this question, Martha. Why do you think the LGBT community rallies around you so much and loves you so much? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No, seriously, I don't know. I don't question it. But I can only guess that it goes all the way back to uh, Sylvester and, and, and being with him and starting out with him, uh, my career. Mm -hmm. And it's just developed uh, over the years. Um, and you sang so many gay anthems. I mean, things that were really resonated in the community as well. So I think, you know, you, you stayed relevant and have for your entire career uh, in the scene. So I think that's, that's really something to be said. Yeah, honey, I've been hanging out for a long time. <laughs> well, you're doing it well. <laughs> are there a lot of uh, first ladies of disco now knocking on your door after you because you are, uh, you know, have had um, two top, um, well, you've had a top ten with the first uh, release and now this new single, Don't Stop Me Now, shooting up the, the club chart on Billboard. Well, not necessarily. We kind of, I want to say invite ladies to come on board, you know, depending on their schedules, because that's, that's another thing. You know, while we do come together to do shows and things, we've all still have our individual schedules going on and, and, and work, you know. Yeah. So we try to get together as much as possible. Again, we'll be in Kentucky uh, premiering the song for, for uh, Louisville's Pride. And we did some. We did a Christmas show over the holiday last year, so that was really, really nice. And it's it's been slowly evolving and and getting better. Um, it would be nice if we could get more women to uh, to come on board. It's just making trying to make things happen, and it's not it's not cheap. <laughs> You know, especially no, doing a live show. No, no and to have three you individuals know. come together with everyone's busy schedule is quite an accomplishment. Uh, that's the thing. Yes, yeah. that's the thing. But we we make it work because we have fun, and everybody enjoys doing this because it's different. You know, even though we do sing our hits uh, that the people know, we do other kinds of music and we do tributes and this and that and the other. So it's just an all-around fun, good time. That's 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 the point. You know, everybody they can get nostalgic for a minute and then go off into something else and still have a great time. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I have a question for you. Uh, how do you satisfy folks, the audience, uh, when it comes to um, the hits you had as the, the main voice on those black box and CCing the Music Factory hits? Do you, are you allowed to sing them, or is there a way around it? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, no, I sing them. Oh, right. I love that. You, <laughs> you I sing them. Oh, no, right. I, no, you I you own those songs. <laughs> those songs. That, when I'm I, not going to say I own them, but I still sing them. <laughs> when I was and a kid. Nobody has, and nobody yeah. has told me that I couldn't, so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, those songs moved me in my youth. I was like, oh, my God, that voice, right? Well, I, that's how I learned that she had uh, sang on those tracks is actually seeing you perform them live uh, many years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, wait a minute. <laughs> and I put two and two together. But it took I me a minute. I know that song. And I know that singer. And I know that's that voice. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's funny because uh, with the songs that people know that I do, and mostly the dance stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. The last album, the Something Good album, was different. It right. was pop and rock and, you know, and it, and it did get uh, uh, good reviews on it. Now, I'm, I've been in the studio working on some new music, and this is, this is going to make your head snap because it's totally, 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 totally different. I love it. I can't you wait. Know, it's, it's, more, it's more kind of a... R&B, blues, mm. kind of psychedelic type music. Oh, so I like think that. Of the, think of the 60s. I, yes. All right. I love the 60s. <laughs> I love the 60s. I love all that psychedelic <laughs> head music, trippy music, and the, and the soulful. I love Motown, for example. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, of course. I of course, yeah. can't wait. Yeah, you're you're so talented. Again, it's going to be totally different again. <laughs> well, I like to keep mm-hmm. folks guessing. Well, you have such range. Uh, you know, um, Billboard ranked you number 58 uh, of all-time dance artists. Congratulations. Uh, and, and, uh, oh. and going up, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for earning like 10 more notches <laughs> after this hit. Hey, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us. I know this is a, a, a you know, as planned, a, a shorter uh, interview than the last time you were on the House of Pride. But don't be a stranger, Martha. We would love you back anytime you'd like to uh, talk about any new projects you, you have coming out. Cool. I appreciate that, and I thank all the fans too. Just hold on to your hold on to your pearls because the, the music is coming. Hopefully, in the next three months. Awesome. So be on the lookout. Awesome. Thank you. Can we get a nice round of applause? Yay. Martha Wash. Good to talk to you, Martha. We're going to go out with more. Don't, uh, another (laughs) remix, Don't Stop Me Now, the new single from First Ladies of Disco. Why don't we check out um, the uh, Moto Blanca remix? Thanks, Martha. Bye, Martha. All right, baby. You take care. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.
Don't Stop Me Now. What do you guys think of that song? I love it. Pretty catching. Yeah, it's it great. Pretty catchy. It's really great. Oh, I wanted to ask who wrote it, damn it. Next time. Next time. But uh, folks, it's number 23 on Billboard Club. It just jumped n- nine big notches. Um, I'm so happy to see the ladies still working. You know, it's uh, leaving their legacy behind. They have such a track record of uh, success. And, you know, when we were kids, I loved that disco music. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You, your career, Brian. Me. <laughs> you've been in the business some time. I have. You're a singer, performer. You're also a producer, club owner. I was a club owner. Cl- was a club yeah, owner. Yeah. So, I mean, you're deep in that mix. It's I'm very deep in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it from all different angles. You know the business. Sometimes not as pretty as other angles, but... Uh, yeah, I definitely, I've definitely been around. It's been a really, uh, it's been a really great ride, actually. And I've met some really incredible people, like Martha, and Christine W. and Jeannie Tracy, and you know, just legends that I looked up to. Crystal Waters, people that I looked I up to it. for years, and I ended up being able to work with. So it was just uh, super exciting. Super, super exciting, and I'm excited to have you back. Uh, you're a regular guest here, at House of Pride Radio, because uh, you're back today with your own release. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so excited about this. It's been uh, a couple of years and a lot of my fans have been um, gnawing at me to get something done. And uh, I, I was able to work on this project with DJ Grine, um, Stephen Massey and Toy Armada, who are both super, super talented. And uh, I was doing a gig on Atlantis and uh, we, we started chatting and he, they presented this track to me and I just got so excited. It's um, it's written by um, some of the gentlemen that were in uh, Snow Patrol, the group from the 90s. And the song is called Just Say Yes. It's it's an amazing song. It has actually a very interesting history, which I won't get into a lot of it right now. But um, being able to cover it and make it kind of my own has been uh, super, super exciting. So I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, kind of summer, summer release. Summer, you know, it is the 50th anniversary of Stonewall this summer. I know. Uh, so I'll it's be a big there. deal. You know, it... Uh, uh, it all come, makes sense to me now. So we're looking for music that really, you know, is about celebrating and uplifting and uh, giving us, you know, insight and hope for the future and so on and so on. Or it just has a good beat. <laughs> or it just has a good beat. Or it has both, which is the, probably it the, has the every. So let's let's have a listen. Okay. And uh, it's not quite out yet, but it's coming out soon. Yeah, it drops on June 21st, uh, on Friday, June 21st. Um, it was like was released this morning um, on a podcast of DJ Grind and Toyo Matas for their just say yes tour they did a little podcast promo so it's on it's the very first song opens up the um, podcast so you can hear the whole track but it'll be available on june 21st oh great so house probably gets a second uh, kind of like an exclusive yeah this is this is absolutely exclusive Play, <laughs> Ex- played from beginning to that. end yes it is <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right um, are you ready vanilla i'm so ready let's hear it all right here goes Just tell me today and take my hand 
Trick of the mind 
That is just say yes, Brian Kent. Wow, Brian, All that right. is a. Uh, I saw flags. What did you <laughs> I do love that? that. It was very pride appropriate. Pride appropriate. I, can, I, I can love hear that. that Tag that over one. The streets. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let's uh, welcome my new guest here, uh, Brian and um, Vanilla. We have Salah Ga- Galvez. Sailor Galvez. Galvez. Is that Italian? <laughs> it's Mexican. Oh, it's a very so good close. Jeez, <laughs> I'm so on point today. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks what did you think me. of uh, th- this song by Brian Kent, Just oh Say God, Yes? It's fantastic. I'm so glad that I got in just in time to hear it. Thank you. Yay. Well, let's have a nice round of applause for Don't Say Yes. As it's released on the 21st, folks. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. All right, Brian, I know you're super busy in other areas. Yeah, I have a few parties coming up. Um, we should all attend. We should, you should all attend. Yeah, so um, I have actually a really exciting thing happening here in San Francisco on the rooftop of the Virgin Hotel called Daytime oh. Disco. I saw that already. And there. Yeah, and it's uh, Wayne G's coming in from London, and we're going to be up on the roof from 1 to 6 p.m. doing a kind of afternoon tea dance um classic disco day so i love it yeah i'm super excited about that and then i head to new york and i have um four events over new york world pride i my events are official mm-hmm. official events of world pride new york so that's really exciting um i have um hustle ball and diesel underworld and brute so there's four different events at playstation theater and webster hall and three dollar bill out in brooklyn so when you say you have does that mean that you're producing it or? i'm producing them yeah wow that's I'm, a lot I'm, of work yeah it's a lot of work do you have a we, team i do i have um three two partners and, and a team, and we've been working on this for probably nine months. Yeah, wow. it's been it's been literally these that's busy. Yeah, literally a labor. <laughs> so we're about to birth our child, our children. We're oh having my God. quintuplets. Is wow. that what that is? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so we're we're super excited about that. Where and can uh, we go if folks are planning? On going to New York for it, this huge Pride event, uh, where do you get tickets? Yeah, if you go to SolidarityPride.com, you'll see all the events and everything going on there. Um, and then I head to Provincetown for Bear Week, where I'm going to be DJing. Okay, I'm totally jealous already. I know. <laughs> I'm going to be... Take me with you. Can I carry your luggage? I, yeah, right? <laughs> um, I'm going to be DJing the Bear Boat Cruise, which is always amazing. It's a 1,000 oh. people on this um, Sunset Cruise. So I like be, that ferry. Uh-huh. Oh, my on the, God. On the giant ferry, so with a huge dance floor on the top. So I'm super excited and honored to be... Um, Are you going to play? Your DJ, own song. I'm gonna, I am gonna play that song. <laughs> Fuck yeah, um, we worked hard for that, so I'm and I'm very proud of it. And will you and play Steven. a Tweaker Turner remix? If I have a Tweaker Turner me- remix, I'm gonna hook you up before you. <laughs> you better hook it up. <laughs> um, that's amazing. That's yeah. a cool gig. Provincetown. Have you ladies been there? I've never been. I'm dying to go. Oh my Fortunately god. Yeah. not. What a jet setter though. New York, <laughs> Provincetown. You're all over He's the place. He's the real deal. It's fun. It's a lot of. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of. Uh, it's it's a little tiring at times, but I won't complain because I get to do what I love. So yeah, you know that's that's definitely. Where did you get bonus. your good business sense about you? Yeah, um. You know, I, I, I guess I would have to say my, my dad. I mean, my dad's super successful in his own way, and he has a successful business. I, I think I got it from him. I, I don't know where else I would have got it. It certainly wasn't no, school. No, that makes sense. Uh, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, I didn't get it from school, that's for sure. So. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> well, right, well, well, this fruit fell a little further than, than most. You rolled a bit. Yeah, I rolled a bit, a bit away. <laughs> <laughs> but I found my way back, and I'm, I'm good. You sprouted, Jiro. I did. No, no, you're doing just fine, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I wish I had the flexibility to go to these New York gigs, but folks who are going, make sure you uh, tell your friends about it, and let's all support our uh, local LGBTQ promoters and producers 
and artists. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, I always appreciate you having me on. And uh, Really Queen Radio, which was yeah. here for a while, we took, we're taking a little Tell hiatus. Us about it. Yeah. Well, Really Queen Radio was uh, my radio show that I did here at, at Mutiny Radio um, alongside you. Um, and then we went on our own. But uh, it was ba- it's basically an educational music uh uh, podcast that has to do with you know I was with one of my younger friends and yeah. like a, a Martha Wash or did you do a Martha Wash or, or Linda I did a, I didn't do a Martha Wash did show they know, did the but children I, know who I did she a, was well I did a Sylvester show oh, okay. and so we had Martha call in but the, the, it's the whole thing started because I was out and my friend was like I was stuck talking about Sylvester and he was like who's Sylvester and I was like really that's, Queen uh, my God that's and so sad. that's how the show title that's got sad. named really Queen yeah. and basically every week we we will uh, pick an artist that is a gay icon and we educate the uh, the children on who this artist is so it's been it's a super fun show and we it's we, almost we have like a our, we as a, we have an, a responsibility us absolutely older queens to teach the younger queens a thing or two because if you don't know who sylvester is right you know we you're doing something bit, wrong a slice of the pie well especially <laughs> if you live in san francisco and you don't know who sylvester is it's such a rich history here yeah, for sure. So we, you know, we've done everyone from Barbara Streisand to George Michael and Freddie Mercury. Did Barbara call in? Barbara uh, wasn't able to call in, um, <laughs> but but a drag queen in L.A. that does Barbara called in. Next uh, best thing. Next okay. best thing. So we, we, we were able to secure that. But yeah, um, but so we'll be back starting in um, in October. We're taking the summer off, obviously, because we just I can't be here. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting that going again because we have a guest every week and it's a lot of fun. But we we do have a website with all of our podcasts, so you can go to reallyqueenradio.com. All right, all right, tell us. Reallyqueenradio.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it again. One um. more time. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. I know you have to run off because you, on top, amongst all of these fabulous things, you also do. I, I also host At The Edge. I do Musical Wednesdays at The Edge. Um, I have a theater background, so we've been running for six years now. I can't believe it. So we do musical theaters, uh, musical theater videos and clips and trivia and all that kind of stuff. So I've been doing that forever. So that's every Wednesday at The Edge at 7 o'clock, which is where I got a jam. Fabulous. Uh, well, folks, if you want something to do in the castle, go there at the edge right now. Or, well, in an yeah. hour. Well, no, in like 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, you're going to take <laughs> Uber. Uh, but folks listening to us, don't go anywhere because the show's half over, but we still have to get into uh, um, Salah's and Joel's, um, Vanilla's stories. Plus, we have uh, Half of Dirty Disco uh, by telephone, Houston, in a few minutes. And um. then last but not least, Georgie Borgi, Chicago. But hey, did you know that Sylvester's song, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real, was just recently inducted into I did. Finally, right? Congress for cultural value and yeah, contribution to society. Absolutely, in a sense, he is like on some level a genesis in which all LGBTQ was, you know, well, for generationally was birthed. You know, like come forth from. Uh, in my world anyways yeah absolutely so uh, with that being said let's take a short musical break in honor of Sylvester uh, and we'll be right back with more House of Pride Radio folks don't go anywhere Brian thank, thank you. you so much thank let's, you guys so much Brian. thank you very much Pika
Yes, feeling funky today. How's the Pride Radio Pride Month? Ah, 50-year anniversary, Stonewall 1969. It happened in June. I always wondered why 69 was such an important number in, in the gay <laughs> culture. Now I know. That's <laughs> the only reason. Yeah, I was like, oh, th- I get it now. I get it. <laughs> um, wow, let's. I've got my local luminaries in the room. My God, it's so much lighter. God, I put wear sunglasses. Oh, you are wearing I sunglasses. I am wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Tell us, I, I'm learning, I love uh, meeting younger uh, uh, artists, um, and so welcome both of you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, Seller. Um, awesome, yeah. Well, I'm not sure where to start. I work in theater and film in the Bay Area, and I'm also a drag performer and producer. Uh, you can catch me pretty regularly over at Oasis. Right now we're doing Sex in the City Live, and I'm both in that show and the stage manager and associate producer on that. That's a lot of hats. Yeah, it is. Well, we're a very a small wig. team. Yes, a few wigs, actually. Um, but yeah, there's only a handful of us who work on those shows, so we all have to wear the hats on what a bigger production might have, like 20 people. There's like three of us. Um, but I like it. I like the hustle. So. What's the actual physical role that you play in that production? Well, I play a lot of ancillary characters because I'm also responsible for keeping the show running. So you can see me as Guy at movie theater. Um, who else do I play? <laughs> uh, the manager at the sandwich store. Ooh. And, um, oh, God, I play one other person. Oh, girl getting made out with at party. So oh, that's great. All, all of those big roles in the show. What do you put into that role to make it convincing? <laughs> a lot of... You know, it's different every night because the actor who's playing the boy I'm making out with plays it a little bit differently every night. So I really can't prepare. I just go in there and, you know, oh, let the let the making out session take me <laughs> to wherever it's going to go. It's like Did cow gone, take me out? away. No, we don't. Uh, uh, boo, I was going to say, at least you get it. Yeah, we do <laughs> nuzzle chins a lot mm. and there's a lot of butt grabbing. And he, do, he usually will lift me up and throw me over his shoulder a little bit at one point Ooh, to uh, really, really sell it. I would do that Rough. to me. Yeah. Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never too late. That's true. <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> we might have to change your name man. to like French vanilla. Yeah. Oh, there Whoa. we go. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> so that uh, where can folks when is this production over is it going on right now no yeah we just opened this last weekend and it runs all the way through june and through the first two or three weekends of july so uh you plenty of opportunities every thursday uh friday and saturday at oasis that's super exciting now everyone knows well not everyone knows oasis most people in san francisco do totally. but uh, if you come into san francisco oasis one of the premier uh clubs destinations mm-hmm. if you want to experience uh the community uh, in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, they have all sorts of productions, and right now they should go get tickets uh, at your for your production. Yeah, it's really fun. We do a lot of um, queer programming and drag shows. Uh, Vanilla and I also regularly perform at the Saturday night show Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any of those coming up? I don't actually right now. I do. I'm going to be in the Freak Show on July 6th with Evie Oddly, but I'm performing with Peggy Legs, my drag mother. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. okay. That's right. The drag mother phenomenon. Tell mm-hmm. us about what, what that means. Well, I mean, in the drag world, because, you know, as gay people, we're kind of alienated sometimes from our own families. So as a necessity, we kind of gravitate towards other drag queens, especially when you're getting into drag. A lot of times an older queen will take you under her wing. Um, and then we all... Unconditionally create. or are there... No, 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 no. I mean, my drag mother is very abusive. She keeps me in a basement. And, and very old. me one cheese <gasps> it at a time. 
Oh, so. yeah. Oh, boy. She's, she might actually fly through the door right at any yeah, moment. I kind of hope she does. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a she while. Could. Yeah. But Sailor has many drag children as well, so, or piranha. Yeah, I do have a handful of drag children. Sailor, um, you're so young, though. I know. Well, I, I like to help the youths when I can. Actually, most of my children are older than me, um, but haven't been doing drag as long. I've been eight years now. My my makeup skills wouldn't show it, but uh, eight years. But no, wow. my my one of my drag children's snacks is the current Miss Star Search, the um, Heclina's pageant. Yes, yeah, and I've got. Did a you know I won that in well. 2003? You won that in 2003. Oh yes. my gosh, that's I awesome. won in 2017. Oh my god, it's I just meant to be that we're year. all here together. That's right. I did not even place the year I competed. But so, so vanilla. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I birthed a I birthed a winner though. That's almost as good. I'm like the stage mom. Was it messy? Yeah. Oh unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Oh my I don't God. have any drag children. I'm barren. So. You're barren. Yep. Well you, it's you all know dried up. there's shots for that, I think. Oh well that's okay. <laughs> you never I'd rather know. not have the responsibility. <laughs> Well, both of you look fabulous. I'm very inspired. Thank you. We're sun. We're like sunset colors today. Yeah. Just uh, use your imagination. It's feeling very tropical. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you stare directly into the sun, that's what we look like. Well, while we're staring into the sun now, you're wearing regular glasses, but you have sunglasses on. Uh, I walked here. Yes. <laughs> I love your sunglasses. <laughs> Take them off. So you're well protected. Uh, f- uh, will you guys help me with our next telephone interview? We've got to call Houston, Texas. Sure. Uh, this is, uh, we're going to be talking to half of this amazing production group called Dirty Disco, and they've had all these remix hits. Uh, they also release their own music um, with their own artists uh, on Billboard, and they've had many, many hits in the last few years. I'm going to learn more about it. They also own Hamburger Mary's in Houston and, oh, and nice. The Eagle. So if you're ever going to go to Houston, you want to know, know these folks. Pierce. You do. They're super nice, super supportive. They're uh, JD. We're going to be talking to JD Arnold. He is uh, not only half of Dirty Discos, he's a legendary DJ in his own right. And he DJs at The Eagle. We're going to learn all about the new stuff that's going on for them and their pride. Houston, Texas, bring a little Southern hospitality. Oh, fabulous. To House of Pride Radio. But why don't we warm things up while we're getting him on the line with their, one of their latest remixes. It's such a, we're going for uh, gay anthems this summer. Uh, Here on the show today, we're going, trying to play some gay anthems. And I think we've got a a winner right here. Uh, It's from, uh, it's from Dirty Disco. It's a remix uh, from them. The song's called Proud, and it features Heather Small, who was the lead singer from M People. Okay. Remember that group, fabulous group? Uh, no. Yeah. I might be a little yes, too young for that one. of course we do. They sound fabulous, though. <laughs> so. Very right. excited. Well, check it out. I think this is a perfect theme song for the summer of 2019. We'll be right back with J.D. Arnold right here on Spread Radio.
All right, all right. That is Proud Dirty Disco featuring Heather Small from M People. And uh, half of Dirty Disco is with us right now on House Proud Radio, the one and only, the legendary DJ himself, J.D. Arnold. Hello, Can you hello, hear us? Hello. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Hey, what have you done for me lately to make me feel proud? I have done an awful lot. We did Pride. <laughs> no, we're doing Proud. Yeah, I'm really proud of Proud. Yes, you guys are doing a lot over there in Houston. Tell us. Yeah, but it's also, uh, it's, it's Dirty Disco and Matt Consola. Matt Consola from Swishcraft Record, we put together this project. We got uh, Heather Small to go back in the studio, re-record those iconic vocals, and we're certainly feeling very proud right now. That's a good one. I love that song. That is a perfect. Uh, I'm trying to play perfect Pride songs for the summer of 2019, and, I, and that one definitely is makes the mark. And her voice is still absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. What was the big hit that they had at, with them people? What was that song? Uh, um, I, I think we should try and get her to uh, redo some of those old ones, don't you? Yes. <laughs> I, for some reason, I'm having a brain block. And M people had that big hit. What was it? Uh, which one? They have quite a few, you know. The biggest one in the States. I'm trying to think. I was, I think in the States it was, double check. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be this difficult, JD. Never mind. <laughs> oh, moving on up. <laughs> you, t you did me moving wrong. Moving on up. Moving, and I'm moving on up. Uh, yeah, yeah okay, it's got it. Yeah. We're there. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. It was just bothering me as a DJ. I needed to like sure. get it out of me. So yes, moving on up. It was a great song. Great to see her back on the on the scene. And you guys are like in, in famous for doing that, bringing the divas back and making all the LGBTQ folks happy. Well, thank you. I'm glad uh, uh, <laughs> you realize that. Yes, we are very proud to do that. <laughs> I think there are so many of those great divas out there that have incredible talent and amazing gay following that uh, we're really privileged to be able to bring some of them back. Yes. Now, um, tell us, tell us. I know we're talking about the music that you and your other half, uh, Mark, um, produce, but tell <laughs> My us. My other half in one sense. Yes, your professional husband, unlike your your. <laughs> The, the other husband who you've divorced. Uh, sorry to hear that, but you posted it all over Facebook. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Ask you, how's that going? Are you, uh, you in a happy happy place? <laughs> oh, he's happy. He's happy. <laughs> You're taking it so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm heartbroken. Can't you tell? <laughs> are you uh, are you single still, or have you like shacked up with somebody already? <laughs> well, I did shack up with somebody, but you know, it's just one of those that. He just can't believe everything he says. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I'm single. <laughs> you heard it right here on House of Pride Radio, ladies and gentlemen. J.D. Arnold, it's single. So. Yes. Yes. I'll say that again. <laughs> it's your phone number available? Oh, I can give that to you, Vanilla. Oh, let me go around the room, J.D. I'm so rude. Oh, my God. I want to introduce. I, we have live guests. We have local luminaries uh, today. We have, uh, please say hello, uh, Vanilla uh, Meringue. Hi, Hello. I'm Vanilla Meringue. Nice How to meet you? you. Nice to meet you, too. And last but certainly not least, uh, Sailor Galaviz. It's a pleasure. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you, too, Sailor. Sailor as in Sailor of the Seas. That's me. Seven Seas. All of them, babe. 
<laughs> All right, so Captain my boat. <laughs> we're we're going to be flying Sailor out to Houston next week. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> these these folks are super talented um, uh, performance artists, drag queens, performance artists. Yeah. Can they come perform That's at right. Hamburger Mary's sometime? Uh, you'd have to ask Mark about that. <laughs> All right, I will. That's, that's right, because uh, that's his side of the thing. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I wanted to ask you, J.D., tell us a little about your, your career as a DJ, because you're, you're well-known in certain parts of the world. Um, I started off in the U.K., then I moved to Holland, and then I came over to the States, basically, and DJed ever since I was 17. So it's been my lifelong career, which is in a long life. <laughs> and currently, where where are you DJing? Is that the Eagle? My residency is at the Eagle. I'm there. I do the upstairs cleaning room with videos on Thursday and Friday, and I play the main room downstairs on Saturdays and Sundays for uh, Dangerous Discos, which is our most popular thing. And I love every single night. It's fantastic. It's a wonderful place to work. It's, the people there are so friendly. It's fabulous. So come and visit. Yes. Do you guys want to take a trip over to Houston? Yeah, Absolutely. I'd love, to. love Texas. We'll talk to Mark about getting you gigs yeah. at it's Hamburger good. Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburger Mary's is doing great. I think you would love performing. Can you walk from Hamburger Mary's to the Eagle? Yes, you can. <gasps> it's just two blocks away. It's like that guy in the cast that I owns the, all the clubs. Like. like they own, like they, <laughs> okay. they have a niche in the gay market in Houston. I and, love and, it. And How large is the gay market in Houston? So Great question. Between walking the Eagle and getting over to Hamburger Mary's, lots of detours you can make. Great. Oh, lots of detours. Uh, Sayla has a question for you, JD. Yeah. How big is the gay scene in Houston? I haven't actually been. It is. Um, I think it's pretty huge. Excellent. <laughs> uh, it's not quite like it was when I first moved there in the early 80s when it ruled the South, but it's coming back strong. And, you know, with our uh, pride being so big now in Houston, I, it's, it comes back every year more and more. We are about to become the third largest city in the USA, overtaking Chicago. So keep that in mind. That's hard to believe. Wow. Yeah. Is that because you guys opened up a, another venue? It is, it's because of us. It's just because of us. Yes. They're all coming for Hamburger Mary. It's the ha Hamburger Mary's no, effect. They're all coming because of the eagle. Get it right. Oh, the eagle. Oh. Right. It, I knew yes. it had to be one or the other. <laughs> that's a, I, who would have? I, bigger than Chicago? That's hard to believe. Chicago has that huge building. <laughs> they're all in that one building. <laughs> they just have one, one tall building. <laughs> massive downtown and then we have a massive uptown and then we have a massive medical center which is the size of most small cities in america move over atlanta the new capital yeah. of the south is houston south. texas well we overtook atlanta years and years ago honey mm -hmm. i love it i love it and wow i love your voice jd so sexy <laughs> thank you are you sitting by your pool uh, actually, no, I'm sitting in the office because the dogs are out by the pool and they're really noisy. Ah. I have two Rottweiler puppies who are about 75 and 85 pounds now. I saw pictures on Facebook. Folks, you should check out JD's Facebook page. Um, 
Where do, where do you want people to come to uh, learn more about what you're doing, JD? Um, my Facebook page is probably the best, mm -hmm. or our SoundCloud, Dirty Disco. We have a Dirty Disco page on Facebook and uh, uh, my own personal, and Mark has his own personal as well, of course. You, Mark you, really mm -hmm. wishes he would have been with us tonight, but, uh, you know, he's always so damn busy. <laughs> you know, he's got businesses to run and things. I think on our last interview, you told me that Mark does the business side and you are the guy who is uh, more of the creative side. Would that be accurate? <laughs> well, we both do. No, we both do the artistic side, but he does the business side. I'm the lazy one of the two. He's the brilliant one. Let's, uh, let's talk. Mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I have another song here that you guys sent me. Um, let's talk about th these guys are working with some of the top artists of the day the day today currently and tell us about your um, remix uh, what you put into it for the new Taylor Swift uh, release well I, I just thought you know I watched her perform on was it the Billboard Awards yes yeah, she opened the Billboard Awards and I, I kept thinking oh my god this is screaming for a club mix and so we got to work straight away and I think we turned it around into a really Accessible gay club, massive number one hit, don't you? We're about to find out. What I aimed at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we aimed at. <laughs> I think, is it on the chart now, on the dance chart, do you know? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in England. I'm a little behind. Oh, that's right. You just got back. Um, well, yeah. uh, well, we won't keep you uh, any longer. We want to say thank you for joining us again. Please uh, come visit often here uh, via your telephone. Uh, folks, we're going to uh, play right now the uh, Taylor Swift song. It's called Me. Is that correct? That is correct. And thank you so much for having me back on. You are very welcome. Can we get a nice round of applause for J.D. Arnold? All right, J.D. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, if you thought the show was over, it's not. We still are going to talk to our local luminaries. And to top it off, we have Georgie Porgy from Chicago coming up. All this and more. Right now, Taylor Swift, me.